Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. Email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, and to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you were here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started. How the hell would I know what you're doing? Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle. I don't, I don't know. But here we are. You. glad for that. And I am grateful. I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French Rose coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is delicious. I was thinking this morning about changing the intro music. I'm going to do that, I think, in the next season. Lots of things to choose from, but in terms of songs, but... I think I know which one it's going to be and uh, pretty fired up about it. That'll be coming up soon. Today, I'm going to read a few things from the big book that go against this idea that is very popular, that acceptance and love and tolerance equals keeping sick bad-intentioned people in your life, no matter what. I always had an idea for years that since I was supposed to be helpful and I was supposed to be loving and tolerant, I was just supposed to tolerate and put up with and keep close to discord. Um, that was not about to change. There is an idea. There's a very popular story in the big book. That's not part of the clear cut directions or the first 164 pages of the book. It used to be called doctor, alcoholic addict, but now it's changed to acceptance is the answer. It's a story in the book. And if you just take that one sentence at face value, it's just like, well, acceptance is the answer. I'm just have to accept anything going on. And if I don't accept anything going on, um, I'm not working a good program. And I just want to read a few things from the big book that go against that. 
and one of them is on page 96 at the bottom. Last paragraph, about halfway through, I'll paraphrase a little bit. Be certain that he's not trying to impose upon you for money, connections, or shelter. Permit that, and it'll only harm him. You'll be making it possible for him to be insincere. You may be aiding in his destruction rather than in his recovery. Be certain that he's not trying to impose on you for money, connections, or shelter. If you do, let somebody impose on you for money, connections, or shelter. You may be aiding in their destruction. That's not being loving and tolerant. That's being maybe really loving but not intelligent. Page 108. Last full paragraph. No, second to last full paragraph. Before that, talks about, you know, just being loving and tolerant and remembering people are ill. This is in the context of an alcoholic. They're talking about it, still drinking alcoholic. There's an important exception to the foregoing. We realize that some men are thoroughly bad-intentioned and no amount of patience will make any difference. goes on to say, if you're positive he is one of this type, you may feel you had better leave. Page 141, first full paragraph. This is not to say that all alcoholics are honest and upright when not drinking. Of course, that isn't so. And such people often may impose on you. Seeing your attempt to understand and help, someone will try and take advantage of your kindness. There's more, but I'll leave it there. I really did believe for years that if you were standing in front of me and you were asking for literally anything, that it was a loving, tolerant thing to do to just give you whatever you were asking for to the best of my ability. That was before I learned what codependency is and the spiritual bypass is. And that was before I learned the hard way by harming a lot of people and myself making a lot of really stupid decisions where I was very loving, but not smart. It was before I learned that if I'm really loving, but not 
smart, then I can be really, really causing damage. There was one time, it was after a meeting, it was on this lazy Sunday afternoon and um, kind of quiet, medium-sized meeting for this neighborhood and, you know, maybe 20, 30 people. And there's a guy I'd never seen before and he's this older man and he looked homeless and proved to be and we ended up talking and ended up sitting with him in this meeting hall for a while and I got the intuitive thought, you know, to talk to this guy and I, I did and he needed a big book and so he got a big book and sitting there and talking about it and reading it a little bit. And then he said, you know, I'm really hungry. And my thought was, I thought about it and I thought about all these things that I have learned and I thought about some of the things I just read and my experience. I was probably 20 years sober at this time. So we went and I got him some food and we sat down we were talking, we were having lunch and And we were all done and he had a big book and he was fed and, and he said, can I have a ride? He asked for a ride about a mile down the road. And in my mind, there was like a yellow flag now, not a red flag, but a yellow flag. I was like, okay. And I was thinking this is this, this will be based on my experience. This will be it. And this is coming from somebody who got sober when he was homeless. So, so I gave him a ride and we got to this place. And then he said, actually, I need a ride. And he asked for a ride like 40 miles away. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. And he got violent. And I had to remove him from my car. When I was a year sober, I would have given him the ride. <laughs> and, you know, at the expense of any needs that others might have had for me at that time, at the expense of anybody who actually should have had my time at the expense of my own safety, the expense of my own well-being, I would have done it. I used to do that kind of thing. <laughs> so that was that. And then I think the very next day I'm at this meeting, same meeting hall and it's after a meeting and I'm, working with a new guy and 
or getting me in the car and in my car and somebody else is like, Hey man, can I have a ride? And, you know, for a myriad of reasons at that time, I was just like, you know, can't do it right now. And my sponsee was just shocked by that. What do you mean you're not giving him a ride? Like you're supposed to be of service. You're supposed to be loving and tolerant of everyone. I guess the long short of it is I've, I've learned that sometimes being loving is saying no. And when you say no, not everyone is going to understand. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if anybody understands. Sometimes no is very helpful and loving. A lot of times it is, actually. So. I've gotten really good at saying no. I don't feel like I have to please people. I don't feel like I have to say yes to things. If my intuition is saying something else or my experience is indicating something else. Actually, it's very unloving in my experience to say yes to everything and to put myself in unloving situations that are not moving. It's actually quite unloving to you, to them, to me. So throwing that out there, saying no is good. People will ask me, like, do you want to see a video? And I'll usually say no. And they'll usually show me anyway. And I'll say, you weren't really asking. I really don't want to look at a video right now. Well, I'm going to show you anyway. Okay. (laughs) I do have no problem saying no. (laughs) Anyways. think of that do you agree do you disagree want to talk about it more email me sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com send me a message on instagram if your humor is all fucked up go to sarcastic.a.book give the gift of sarcasm this year get the books give them to someone who's way off or spot on 
go to recoveryradiocamp3.com to get the mugs and all that other stuff. And um, you know what? Speaking of books, let's see what the sarcastic daily meditations are today. Today would be December 15th. And (laughs) in sarcastic daily meditations, the reading for December 15th is saying I'm over it does not usually indicate that you have a resentment. Yes, it does. All right. December 15th in more sarcastic daily meditations, the very unpopular favorite book of mine. Sometimes you should definitely hold on to resentments. Yesterday's was, don't make fun of yourself. It's very unhealthy to do that. All right. I want to give a shout out to my unicorn. I'll give a shout out to Wiz, Teets. I'll give a shout out to Dave, Chelsea. I'll give a shout out to Richard. And Big G Money, Steely Dan Lovin' G. And um, if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. And I got kind of big news in the modeling world for me. I got I got a new agent. Um, and we're doing some stuff that's... I mean, it's not porn. It's not. It's not that. (laughs) When you see it, you just don't know what it is. (laughs) All right, I'm out of here. And I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.